We are back. Happy 2023. That's right. We're back in 2023 for the first time with Howard Howard Stern Stern News News. and and comment comment upon the news. Wow, that was rather synced up, I think, but I don't know. We'll have to listen back. Um, yeah, that's that's the new thing for 2023. We're going to just get better and better with that. I'll tell better you. and better. You know, I don't want to go off topic right away at the beginning of 2023, but I'll tell you about this other podcast I listened to with Dana Carvey and David Spade. And they have actually ripped that joke off from us. They are they are starting to do that now. And um, I think they clearly must be listening to the show. But uh, uh, I'm just saying that's, always, that's yeah, what, what they do. Those Those comedic minds of the past... Need to steal <laughs> from the comedic minds of the present. Um, yeah. Just to be really clear for that, the the five or so people listening to this, <laughs> I'm not claiming to be a comedic mind. Okay. Okay. I'm an observant mind, I think, um, but I'm not claiming to be a comedic mind, not in the least bit like Dana Carvey or David. Oh, Spade. wow. Just, they- just to clarify. Well, they had a great two-part series of, uh, celebrating the 30th anniversary of Chris Farley's death. That was wonderful. So I plug that highly. Yes. All right. Now, enough plugs on okay. that show. <laughs> Let's get back to the show that we are supposed to be doing. Shock. Shock and awe that January 3rd is when Howard comes back. Yeah, that is that is a bit shocking, I must say. I did not expect it. He was back on the air, ready to go. I'm telling you, that must mean the contract's winding down. He's counting down the days. He's just pushing ahead. He's pushing ahead. ahead. He's pushing it along, as they say. And then, you know, one day, or either that or I'm saying this summer's going to be like a four-month break or something. That <laughs> could very, very possibly could start in May. It could. It could. Yeah. Hey. Well, that's... Uh, yeah. But I have to say it was good to have them back. There's been, you know, absolutely a couple of things that have happened since then. Of course, as always happens, Howard talks about the people who pass away during his break. Right. And I don't know that we need to linger on any of that stuff. I don't think Howard had any great insights there. Uh, Or maybe he did. I mean, there was one in particular Yes. In relation to the show right. um, that needed to be discussed. And I'll leave that to you, Mr. Commodore. Maybe. Oh, you are you talking to. about Fred Schreiber? Fred Schreiber passed away while uh, while Howard was on break. It actually happened prior to him being on break because it was on the 9th of December. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess it just wasn't announced because no. and and you know more about this than I. But Fred was actually not cool with the show near the end. Right. For the last year or two. Well, and it was interesting to hear from Marianne about how she was trying to get or she had gotten back when she with his birthday in, in November 
had gotten him back on the show as far as listening to it because when here we go drum roll i spoke to him he had not listened to the show wait, 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 so- what <laughs> what you spoke with fred Greiber? <laughs> yeah the elephant boy wait sure wait did. wait when did you speak with him i spoke to him in the second week of November, I was not. This was post, you know, you didn't say this part, but Fred had a stroke. Right. With the blood clots. And yeah. Chris Wilding had given us that update. And we had reached out to him to for him to feel better. And he responded back. One of the few responses we get on Twitter. And he responded back, at which point you decided to exchange phone numbers with him. Did you leave a right. message? Uh, looking for two couples. <laughs> well, uh, a couple, well, mom, bisexual, uh, and I don't play head games. <laughs> that is an awful Fred. Well, you. you know, that was, that was, was better than mad. I could do. It was better yeah. than I can do. But did and you was- play head games with him? I did not play head games with him. Maybe okay. in the se- maybe in the sense because he doesn't play head games. I mean, you could have certain. tried, but he wouldn't have been playing. No, he doesn't play them, as was stated in his dial uh, profile in his uh, phone profile back in the day. Which is the uh, most hilarious part of that is him <laughs> trying to Denying deny it. it. <laughs> like forever and ever, he denied the denial. It. He was just like. It's not me. It's not me. Like, who was that? Elephant teen? Elephant? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Was that John Merrick, the original elephant man? I don't. How can he do? (laughs) Early Bradley Cooper uh, character work. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. And David Bowie, for that matter. But uh, you know, it it was a little bit. uh, Yeah. The fact that Fred was trying to present, pretend it wasn't him. Right. And because he just was, he, that's the crazy thing about this conflict between him and high pitch Eric is there's one thing Eric Mm. should be learning from Fred. It's like, embrace your gayness, dude. I mean, come on. Fred, Fred didn't, uh, he wasn't cool with it until very later on in life he was and i clearly must have made him uh yeah okay i'm sorry i keep interrupting your story and your recollection because you have a much more personal relationship with fred the elephant boy than i do so i i want to i want you to continue that because this is well what the appropriate time right what was great was that i called him out of the blue, he did not actually have my number. So when I called him, he picked up and in his cadence said hello. So I knew it truly was the number that he had given me. It was. So he said, hello, hello. Yeah. yeah. He was watching TV, having something to eat. It was around dinner time on a Saturday. And we just basically got into talking about uh, why he isn't with the show. Or what's going on? Okay, uh, I'm backing you up here, buddy. How okay. did you introduce yourself to him? So I he said, just picks up the phone. He says hello, and then he starts talking to anybody. No, right? Okay, yeah. Slow me down. I said to him, "Hi, Fred. 
This is uh, the Howard Stern News and Comment the News Twitter, one of the co-hosts. And I just wanted to call and talk to you and let you know that we're rooting for you, hoping you're feeling better. And also would love in the future if we needed some comment from you for some reason, not that we are a show that wants to attract whack packers, but if we wanted to have you comment upon something, would you be willing to come on the podcast? And he was very uh, jubilant, said yes, of course, just let me know whenever. And then I went into talking to him about uh, his own experience with when he started to listen to the show and why he loved the show and and it was just very interesting. He related his story about how when he went down to the studio for the first time at K-Rock and how it was such a great experience interacting with Howard, with uh, Jackie at the time, with uh, Gary. He he had very fond things to say about Gary and I held my tongue. And uh, <laughs> well, Give us one of those things he said about Gary. What did he say? No, he he just always, you know, was willing to have him come up and he was very, you know, communicative with him and 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 enjoyed what he had to offer and uh you know, to tell you the truth, I I can't I'm not the best at recalling the conversation, but it was just a very it was a very interesting look into someone that when one might think that the person was mentally incapacitated or slow or dim-witted, like uh, say Bobo, <laughs> Bobo Bratzi is. Uh... <laughs> Good reference. Yes, that is one of the best. Which okay, we've got to just sidebar. Robin came up with Bobo yes. Bratzi, and Howard was <laughs> he was ecstatic his... with that. Was, yes. Okay, so he's not the the um, fringe living, uh, barely functioning thing we expect from whack packers. No, uh, up until maybe that time when when he first came on the show, he was working for a state agency with a lower level administrative job. And he and his uh, cousin went to the show. They took off work or he took off work and went there and um, he just explained it in a, in a very uh, articulate way as best as I can. I can I, it was it was logical. It was step by step. He explained about. So what how, can, what did he do? What was his did he describe to you what his his job was? It was it was something to do with social services at some level where he was processing documents or working in the background of making sure that um, paperwork in the background. Yes. Okay, so nobody was filed. No, no, he was nobody not, was calling him up and no, being no, like, "Oh, was, I need to, I need this H three five dash seven nine No, it was right more away. Like, more like people probably just handed him a big stack of things that he had to sort and put in the proper place. That was probably uh, the best that I could say that his his job was. You know, lower level uh, clerical administrative work, but nevertheless, not um, not like our normal whack pack, uh, Jeff the drunk or uh, or. The cameo-loving, yes, uh, 
high pitch Eric. Uh, the cameo uh, equipment stealing. <laughs> ah, that one. I got to say, that wasn't a, a shock to me. Um, I want, but it was, I want a drone or $500. It, it, it's been a while since he's pulled one of those maneuvers. I will say that, yeah. especially when he's got his whatever he talks about his $80,000 car and this and that. And he's got money. Why is he? Yeah, that's wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess, you know, there's never enough. I mean, look how big he is. He's got an insatiable appetite for many things, I guess. Yeah. Just to clarify um, that another sidebar, because we are getting back to the rest of your story. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I this this is this is, I think, our focus today is, well, what happened was when and high pitch actually came on, tried to do some sort of terrible tribute. But then the thing that pissed me off that Howard kind of let fly was like high pitch is also his explanation of why. Um, Fred and him had conflict mm. and he tried to say he and Fred had conflict because Fred was making fun of the death of his mother on Twitter. Yeah. I don't understand. That's that. complete horse shit. High pitch, Eric, you're a fucking liar. And that that's horse dookie. And if we had, if we had uh, our, our, um, our slow friend from Florida, Wendy here, Judge Wendy, she yeah. would tell you that mm. you are you are a liar again. Time but to anyways, go back to the gas chamber, yeah. Exactly. Even even after this guy died, Eric, you're still being a jackass. And Marianne came on right after that to clarify right. it. She did. Uh, and kudos to you, Marianne. I, I, not Absolutely. that I'm, uh, I'm your biggest supporter all the time, but there, you know, sometimes, yes, the, you can be the voice of reason. But what happened was when they were guests on Hall Holly Weird Squares right near the end, every single guest, which includes people like Ike Barinholtz and right. all these, you Mad know, dog, yeah, yeah. That they got this equipment sent to them, right, by the show, so sure. they could do the show, yeah. and they all sent it back. Yes, except for one, Mister Eric. What is his last name? I have no I, idea. I want to out his last name just because yeah. he, he's being such a dick. Um, well, if you were a dedicated listener, you would know. So please. I, oh yes, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something like Jensen or something. No, it's not Jensen. That's oh. bad. Uh, 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 high pitch Eric. Okay, you know. Anyways, high pitch Eric was the one guy who refused to send his money back or send his stuff back. Yeah, the equipment, right? And um, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, and and Telling. and he and he said it was not it was not that he like oh ignored or just forgot or was lazy. It was him saying that he needed it right. to do his new podcast or his new show, um, and uh, it was. Uh, his real name is Eric Bleeman, apparently. Wow. Um, yeah. But yeah, 
it, it was not a laziness, stupidness no. thing. It was him calling lower ranking people at the show right. and saying, no, no, I need this for my show and for my cameo. Oh no! I, I'm not. I'm not good with the invitations. Today. Either am I. But, but uh, you know, that's that was his this asshole's freaking intention. Right. Is, oh, Howard sent me this. Oh, I can keep all this stuff. I can keep sure. that microphone. I can keep the camera. I I'll can just buy a cheap one. Yeah. Of course, that's what you know. I'll buy another one and replace it. That's what he said to Howard. Oh, that's you know, right. I'll just send you a new one. Oh, no, no, don't send me. Why are you? Why do send you get to send me a, a new one? What What did you do? You know, come on. He's send a jackass. Yes. Ugh, Very guy. much so. I know. Yes. I mean, he is the the whack packer that pisses me off the most. And yet, yeah, I guess there's these spaces where I can handle him. And then sure. this happened, and again, I'm like, oh, Ew, this and- fucking jackass. So, no, I will never, ever, ever get a cameo from Eric, even though we clearly can get him to say, like, Heil Hitler and shit on his cameo. It's it's ridiculous. It's uh. stupid. I mean, <laughs> oh, or what? he did say, like, white power on somebody's Oh, name. boy. Yeah, they're just getting him to say the dumbest shit ever. And, you know, he will say anything. He said something like, I love Bin Laden or something. I love Bin Laden. Yes, exactly. Happy birthday, Bin Laden. So uh, getting back to my story real quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just know, I I don't, I want to go to, there wasn't really that much to it. And like I said, I was just that was my first time I couldn't believe that he was actually picking up the phone speaking to me and I left it pretty open-ended as far as to to speak with him again but he said he was available and he's excited for what we're doing and he would be a part of it and you know as far as adding his own comment and then I did text him I mean direct message him on Twitter uh, asking him how he was doing at the end of November. And he said, I'm hanging in there. And uh, my final words to him were, you are loved. That's very sweet. Yeah. Um, I feel good about that. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm, because I'm, I think that's what we've seen this week from, yeah, from Henry Alice of anyone. Well, so there's one part I think that you told me about privately in, in, in this conversation. I think you'd be fine talking about it is he did talk to you about not being on the show anymore. Right. right. And now he, he's and, and what and his listening status, too. Right. Yeah. Well, tell us. Tell us about that. Well, he just couldn't afford it. Uh, that's what he said to me that it was too expensive. And I've, I mean, and I don't know what Fred's adroitness is with dealing with serious to, to pay for it at a reasonable rate, or at least what I think is a reasonable rate. But uh, you know, he couldn't afford the 21, $22, uh, $22 a month to listen to it. And that it was not something that was given to him from the show. And he felt that he gave a lot 
to the show whenever asked upon he was there and he just didn't feel that it was being reciprocated to the to the degree that and and that here we come into the to the eric you know high pitch eric type attitude toward that uh you know where these individuals also at some level do want a celebrity of their own not just to be a part of the greatest radio show of all time but they want they want remuneration you know and uh i just i think that that worked on him and especially howard's uh hate hate for donald trump which he he was more of a conservative individual who actually liked trump so right so okay just i just want to get in on that briefly in my world, in my mind, there is no reason whatsoever that Fred should have ever had to pay for Sirius XM. Um, there's no reason. Howard, at the very beginning, when he was handing out radios in Bryant Park and stuff like that, there are people, there are people who call up to this day who are like, I paid $200 on 2000, in 2006, and I've never right. had to pay anything since then. Sure. And I think at that time, Howard or whoever, I mean, I, I know we, you'll you'll agree with this sentiment. We can pass it off to Baba Booey. But someone should have taken care of that list of about 25 or 30 people um, and given them all the ability. Because, I, I mean, I think the other subtext that is not overtly being said here is that yeah, Fred didn't call in because he didn't know that he couldn't listen to the show if he called in. The only That's way he would true. call in would be it like so he wasn't going to call in with any comments on anything. He'd have to call in with his own life update. So he's like, I'm sure a guy like Fred's sitting around and he's like, well, should I bother to call in? Well, I'm not going to wake up at 6 a.m. I don't know if I'm going to sit on hold all day. He doesn't know he's been listening to his show or he hasn't been listening to his show. So he doesn't know how it goes. So, of course, yeah, he might reach out to or or Wilding might reach out to him. Right. right. And he did. Uh, and and that's what's going to happen. He's not going to. So I, I do think, um, you know, I, I, shame on you, Howard, a little bit. And maybe more shame on the Howard Stern organization. Yeah. Um, and and I know you'll you'll jump on the back of this. Shame on you, Baba Booey. For oh, most case. definitely. Yeah, yeah, of course. Most definitely. Because I mean, that, those guys... that was the honest to goodness truth. Because when I that's one thing I asked him. I said, So you still listen to the show? And he said that he hadn't listened in, in seven months because he couldn't afford it anymore. That he couldn't afford so he was trying to listen to the show and paying for the show but he probably ran into one of those situations where it was offered to him for 2.99 a month or something like that and then it jumped up to 30 dollars or 20 you know how it does that yeah and, uh, and you don't know how he's listening to the show if he's listening right. on his phone if he's right. listening in his car and he how's might, he gonna communicate he might have he, he might have had one of those old uh what, what would they call those those little ipod looking yes. things that they right. handed out when they, yes yeah I was a friend of mine who drives around here. He's still got one of those in his wow. car. <laughs> and and that's how he listens to Sirius XM. That's cool. And, but, uh, you know, I just think there should be. And and if any of you whack packers are, are listening. Right. I mean, I'd like to, he to hear a poll on this. You sure. know, send us a message. 
Let us know how long you've been paying for Sirius. Did you get a free radio back in 06 or 05? Did right. you do you still have a free radio that works? Did you get a lifelong subscription? Did did anybody ever offer it to you? Um I'm I'm just curious. That's the kind of question uh well, yeah. That would be the kind of intelligent question that someone who calls into the show would ask. Yeah. If they weren't <laughs> just complete ass kissers of Howard. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, you know, there there's so many gatekeepers to what gets on the show. So, well, segueing like- there, there was a guy who called in, I believe, on Wednesday who was like a 70-something-year-old and he identified himself as such, African-American man. And he asked... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Bobo question. Yes, exactly. He's like, I'm going to ask the question that Bobo, if he was smart enough, (laughs) the best Bobo question ever. And he asked something about... Oh, it was... About uh, going to war. Going to Vietnam. If you had to go... If you were back in Vietnam, who would you take? And that was funny went, the way and he did and then Howard answered like I would have answered. I would have taken uh if not Mehmet, because Mehmet actually has military service, but um I would when Mehmet did he was like a cook or something, dude. Doesn't matter. The still guys still went through basic. I mean, whatever, man. But yeah, I mean, aside from Mehmet, I mean Ronnie is the best. I mean, and like why don't you take saying, Perlman? Didn't Perlman take a bullet on the street? Like, come uh, on, at least that guy, he'll he'd the jump, <laughs> he'd jump in front of the bullet, man. He uh, knows he can take it. Uh, but you'd be too worried about whether the shirt looking right or something, you know? Oh, gotta go. You know those old guys, they're sitting out there, you're sitting out on the beach, and, and then you're just worried it's going to get cold, so you're holding this sweatshirt. Oh, like, you're holding this sweatshirt. Montauk sweatshirt. Montauk sweatshirt. Put it over. You know, it's like he's got the ripped jeans and everything. He puts a Montauk sweater on. Montauk yeah, sweatshirt. Oh, those old guys. At the time he's holding it. Oh, I know. It just he's wraps it around his drapes it. it over his shoulders, you know, with he's got the sleeveless on, you know. And there's extra there's extra cuts in his jeans. Yeah, you know, he maybe it, know, Ronnie, bigger, you know. Ronnie, you know, you're you're a cool <laughs> dude, Ronnie, but uh I don't you gotta know. do something about that. Yeah, do something about that. Pearlman uninvited. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, he he worked uh, he worked his way into that, and uh, the uh, the fake Perlman doesn't help either. Uh, but <laughs> there was anybody... a moment on Tuesday where Ronnie goes, "You know, the puppet's right." No, yeah, I was going to say that about <laughs> Ronnie Puppet about yeah. him being about getting married or whatever. Yes, he's like, you know, the puppet's right. That's the first time the puppet. I can't listen. <laughs> I can do, yeah, I can't even do Ronnie. I can't do him. Yeah, no, you need to get in the zone. Right, that's true. But, and then, and you know, another uh, one specific to the show that we lost was Alice. Angela Muto. Oh, Angela, sorry. Yeah, Angela. Yes, which you, I know know you were never a fan of hers. I thought (laughs) the very first moment, I didn't realize like I, the thing that that was the most revealing about that was 
was Wilding talking about her when she, because I thought this was a cast member. I thought it was like the same person too. that did Ivanka Trump and stuff, right. uh, which is this, what's her name? Sarah or something. Now she's like be talking in a regular voice. I thought, but apparently this is like, was really an old late, well, oldish lady, I guess. Wow. She died in her late sixties. And, uh, but she would show up to the studio and be in, they were describing her as Daniel Day Lewis. Cause she'd just show up completely in character Wow! and be like that the entire, Oh yeah. If you listen to the very end of that show on Tuesday, they start talking and he'd be like, cause like, Wilding's talking about how the one time they wanted her coming into the studio and talking uh, that they were going to give her this, like he picked out like this strap on or whatever for her to to (laughs) talk about Peg and Ronnie. And she is, he's like, Oh yeah. You know, would you be fine with like, Wearing this, we we gave you like a something to peg Ronnie with, and she's like, "What? Like this twelve inch?" She already had one, and she said it completely in character. And he's like, she busts out this veiny like, uh, wow, yeah, no, that's uh, that was like, whoa. You know, like they never really had to give her much coaching. No, she just she'd just do it. She'd just go off on the phone. Like he was like, you know, the whole bit of like, what's wrong with fucking your mom? (laughs) She just she just went into that herself. Like they didn't write that for her. Oh, my. Is something wrong with it? Uh, My son. I was definitely not a dedicated listener during those those uh, during those bits. Oh man, I, it's just just the voice and just the absurdity. Just <laughs> no, well, I know it just completely killed me. It killed me when yes, I I when when she would come on, yeah, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> It was Ronnie, unbridled. It was definitely unbridled. Yes. yes. I mean, it was That's one that, of the last, like, truly well, irreverent, you know, yes. things. That, with a capital I-N-T. Yes. Yes. It was really, really irreverent. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to think. I think that, that actually also kind of re-elevated Ronnie back into, like, being one of the main characters was her. And, would, and that because that story was essential. That's one of the classic stories, right? Oh, God, about yeah, looking through the keyhole and jerking off and all that stuff. I mean, <clears throat> that took Ronnie oh, uh, to another level. I it mean, sure it, did. it absolutely did. Absolutely. And absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Rest in peace, Angela and Fred. Yes. Um, you will be missed from the show and your Ugh. your history. I mean, I just, let's not diminish. Yeah. Fred goes back to the 80s, pre-Channel 9. Yeah. Um, I think they said 34 years on the show. Right. The Godfather. Or I mean, like the, the 
the longest last or the first first ever whackback member. Is that true? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, he goes way back. I mean, uh, he does. Yeah. yeah I mean, and if, I if love we the think fact about that, uh, just love, as yeah. an aside, the, if if we go back, I mean, as true Howard fan, dedicated fans would know. If you look at the private parts book, there's like basically almost a chapter with Fred at Fred in there. Yeah. You're right. It's um it's telling though, and I I feel that it would have been more for him because I guess the last time, especially with his coming to terms with his sexuality, where he had suggested to Chris Wilding that they do an a Siskel and Ebert of gay porn and that they would do that. That was, that was going to be a bit that they would uh, try out. And that's what Chris said that they were last talking about. Yeah. Which I remember him saying that. Yeah. Which would have been great. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, uh, no, I can't say I'm not going to do it. They were doing long ago. They had Daniel Carver doing movie reviews Sure. And it was almost like and they would like give him like Eddie Murphy movies to review. <laughs> and he and he would love him. He loved him. He'd be like, oh, that's hilarious. This is this. <laughs> Wake up, white people. This stuff's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. I just uh yeah. So uh that was that was quite a shock to me when I was listening to that show. And to hear all of a sudden them say, yeah, Fred the Elephant Boy has uh, passed on. And uh, it just, it just, I mean, I just, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe A, that they were on. And the fact that one of the last things we talked about was our, our whack pack death pool. And to tell you the truth, I didn't have, I was. Oh my, you are totally right. Yeah. That was one of the last I, things we talked about. I won. Did you say Fred? I did. I said I, I said Fred, and then I was like, well, but he said he's doing well now after the stroke. But I did say that was the first name I mentioned. Wow. There you go. Winner, wow. winner. winner. Oh, wow. Yeah, that doesn't feel Blue good. Blue Jay. Wow. That doesn't, yeah. But the thing is, when you were saying it, he was already deceased. So it's not like. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that is true. That is true. Wow. We just I mean, we, a, that that just shows shows our dedicated fandom. Maybe yes. you could take a minute to describe our dedicated fandom. No, I don't even I don't even I don't even know what that's all about. But I, I appreciate and I seeing anyone review what we've we're doing here because it just means that someone has a, taken the opportunity to listen to to the extent that they can make a judgment and make a comment. So that's why we listen to the Howard Stern show to listen to and make a comment because it either frustrates us or makes us, you know, have enjoyment, more enjoyment than frustration. But uh, yeah, no, any comment, please comment. My goodness. Rate, comment, rate, comment. So, yes. Crate even. What's that? Or ramen. Yeah, well, you know, okay, just to fill in what Commodore is talking about, we did get somebody who just wrote like a two-word review, oh, you know, and it and it wasn't a shit sandwich. 
It was just dedicated listeners, question mark. But the subject line was ugh. Ugh. U-G-H, that's it. So if that person is out there, well, thank you. Thank Thank you. you uh... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my mistress. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Be, thank We're, you. Thank you. That's like a good like. Uh, well, clearly this person wants you to drop an even more obscure reference. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. No, they want you to go back and, you know, drop a, a Evangeline reference or something or Ted the janitor reference or uh, mega dildos. Something like that, you know. That's, oh God, when that's there's a wrestling ball stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, uh, I, I, clearly that's what they're looking for. This dedicated listener person is. Well, you know, the thing is, is everyone out there has their own world with Howard, and I suggest that you guys get together with another person that you enjoy the show and start your own podcast. There is, and I mean, I would like to listen to it because. Guess what? As far as I've seen, we be the only ones out there doing specifically this. Well, we that we're aware of. <clears throat> well, I mean, that's that's published. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is there? I don't know. I don't know. If you know of one and you're listening, yes. why don't you let us know and tell us about how dedicated they are as listeners? Right. Yeah. But we appreciate the syllables used by Howard in the first hour of the show. Well, it looks like it was a 1322 syllabic melange of see. I just I I think it was Mark's friggin'. He he just got pissed and he was just like, Yeah, you you guys think you're dedicated? You know what's you know what's interesting about that? I mean, I've been following Mark's friggin' just uh, you know, when I'll I'll look at it to remind me of certain things. And there for a while, he was just copying and pasting from uh, Sirius. Oh and yeah, no, yeah. No, but not 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 these last two shows. No. Well, you know, he yeah. I think the best ofs he doesn't, but you know, at no, no, one no, point I'm he got. About, no, I'm talking about not the best ofs. I was talking about for the past three weeks at the end of last year, every single Mark's friggin' post was posted directly as far as the what he was talking about were all directly from Sirius. There were this, there were the serious uh, cuts, so and huh. these pa- and these past two have not been. I mean the the last two were not, and I was I, I mean good job, whoever whom Mark whoever you are Mark is it Mark okay Mark yeah, his name is Mark Mark good um, and I'm not, but I'm not questioning his dedication you know, I don't know no I'm not questioning his dedication no 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 no, no. I mean this is one of those he's a good lesson right because sure. he he'd been doing Mark's frigging forever I mean I remember back when I lived in Baltimore looking right. at Mark's frigging so we're talking over twenty something years ago no no he's 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 the king. Of all follows. Well, but my point is, he was doing that before Howard was on Sirius XM, right. before there was a breakdown. No. Even before John Hine would do that wonderful breakdown. Hit him with Hine. Mark would do his. And and as far as I understand, I might have this story wrong, but I believe he was hired at some point to, to work either for HowardStern.com or for Sirius to do the rundown every day. Wow. <clears throat> And he did it for a little while. And basically, I don't know if it was Tom Chipasano or somebody else Tom who was Chipasano. Who <laughs> lost maybe the maybe the suit 
taught him a lesson. Don't hire that Marcus Rigging guy. <laughs> Come on. What do you think you're doing? Here you go. Here's the you're 30 gonna hire you're gonna get punished. <laughs> here's here's a 36, 36 long coming at you. Well, no, this is the thing I'm saying. The lesson to be learned is that he was he he's a fan. He enjoyed doing what he was doing. And then he got hired. He stopped enjoying what he was doing. So he quit that Amen. thing. And then he did it again as he as in his own fandom. And it's fine. Right. It's it's enjoyable that. for him. Right. Exactly. So great job, Mark. Yes, you, Mark. My I hat's didn't... off to you. Okay. Yes. So anyways, uh, do you think either of us are going to be able to beat that greatest Bobo question that was unaskable by Bobo? <laughs> uh, hmm. Well, we'll have to see. Uh, me, me first? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I mean, this is a rehash, but uh, how would... Uh, so much of the wonderful uh, uh, comedy moments of the show come from those who are in, as I am proudly, the Wack Pack. And uh, uh, I have been a uh, paying subscriber to uh, Sirius XM for for several several years as a fan of I think you pay show. 56 dollars a month don't you <laughs> I I I will pay whatever it is as long as my king is on the Sirius XM I will do as the king says but some of the whack packers are not uh as awarded like me nor do they nor do they have the life experience of professional experience and awards and accolades that I have as years in service. And do you believe that these these whack packers should have Lifetime subscriptions. Your thoughts? <laughs> that was good. Very, very good. Howard, it has come to my attention at this time, at the beginning of the year, where we make our resolutions for the coming year as far as how we can be a better person. Now, as you know, I have been diagnosed with possible uh, carcinogenic uh, complications. Uh, they don't like those uh, numbers. My question to you is, should I get health uh, life insurance? Your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. Went completely, yes. You flipped it on a dime. That was good. Perhaps too oh, clever man. for Bobo. Oh, I don't know, but I like. 
I mean, that just reminds like, me of like, I'm, like I feel like Bobo would listen to that question. He's like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Why wouldn't I get life insurance? I have life insurance. <laughs> well, he's, because, I you just, know, Bobo is not, you know, he's like Fred. He's not like, you know, mentally challenged in any way. Uh, you know, he's, yeah, right. He's, he's of regular intelligence. Yeah. You know what? I think, I mean, I, when I did that, yeah. Like, I think that the reason why Harry, uh, Harry Howard likes Hypitz so much is that he's almost uh, an exaggerated Jackie Martlin, you know? Hey, yeah, in a certain way, yeah. He's he's yeah. like uh, he's like Billy West doing Jackie Martling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, old Jackie punching up those scripts in Hollywood. Oh yeah, man, <laughs> producing Sirianni's records, man. That's what he's oh, doing. Oh man, well, how's that for a dedicated listener? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think that's now going to be part of our show description because I don't, did we say, maybe it is in there. I don't know. Forget. But anyway, Hey, everybody, please. If you aren't uh, on uh, a, if you're not subscribed, you should subscribe first first off. And uh, as we're heading into the new year, we started out in 22 and we've headed into 2023 we'd love to have you uh you know tell us yeah yeah right out the year with us let us know how what you're thinking um we're happy that howard's back you can always hit us on twitter which is at at hss news and comments it's hss news and comment Maybe it's just HS. It used to be HSS. That's what our thing. I mean, because it's the Howard. It's Stern HS show. News and Comments. Okay. Oh, HS think, News. And, and I think right. okay. that our email is also HS News and Comment at Gmail. Yes. Okay. It was one of the. They're all the same. There's a link tree out there too. Yes, and I that believe has it all. That's HS all. News and Comment. You can even send us a little PayPal to Ooh. keep things going. I'm keeping the equipment. You know, so we can keep uh, keep plugging on in through the new year. I'll tell you that. All things are welcome. I think, you know, right now in scheduling wise, it's looking like that uh, Blue Jay may only be able to record shows on uh, Saturday mornings. Okay. So, uh, but you know, maybe if we've got a little cash coming in, that that could change the situation. But we'll yeah. we'll have to see. We shall see. All well, right. Well, we listened. You listened, and that was the comment.